the first episode of the Blueberry Boys podcast. My name is Adam, and I have here my friend Derek Pierce. Derek, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm great. And also here we have Peter. Peter, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All right. And our soccer expert, Noah S. How are you doing, Noah? I'm good, but I wouldn't call myself an expert. <laughs> All right. So- <laughs> soccer fan. Good one, Noah. All right. So since this is episode one, I thought we could introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, who wants to start? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, right. uh, like, like we said, my name's uh, Derek, uh, 20 years old. Played played some sports in high school, so I feel like I have a little knowledge on that. Uh, I was a coach of a sixth grade team that did uh, pretty well. I got to say, major improvements from last year, so I got a little bit of basketball knowledge. Um, I, I I watch a fair bit of TV, so uh-huh. know, know know about TV and uh, listen to music. So I'm just I have a voice. I like to talk, so I just uh, like to voice my opinions. Who's your favorite NBA team? Uh, so my dad was uh, was born and raised in Chicago, so uh, got to be the Bulls. Got to be the Bulls. Okay. I yeah. like it. Uh, yeah. What about favorite college team? Favorite college team, you know, uh, always grew up a Notre Dame fan, living right by uh, South Bend. Uh, you know, pretty much first clothing I ever wore was Notre Dame. So Notre Dame push. till I die. So mm-hmm. hey, shut up, no. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'll go next. Uh, I'm Adam, and what you need to know about me is I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, just like Derek. Go Irish. Um, go Irish. Tradition. <clears throat> um, so much tradition there. Um, I am a huge Kevin Durant fan. Uh, not necessarily a Warriors fan, though, so don't get that confused. Um and I love Tiger Woods. That's about all you need to know. And also, I don't really love hockey. That's the one thing I cannot get into. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know about me. Uh, what about you, Peter? Um, well, I'm a diehard. I'm just a big sports guy in general mm-hmm. um, and big culture guy, I guess. I do I do everything for the culture, for the culture. obviously. I so. love it. Love all it. for the culture. Um Diehard Michigan State fan, bleed green. Um, oh, love it. Bleed green, yeah. So everything, everything Michigan State. Huge Draymond Green fan, even though everyone hates him, but I, I'm okay with his dick kicking, so that's all right. I love it. And uh, also, also, don't get that confused with being a Warriors bandwagon fan. I'm, I'm a fan of Draymond, of him, and it's just you know coincidental that he got drafted there, right? Yep. Um, otherwise, favorite teams are Detroit teams for sports, obviously. So I like it. All right. But, uh, yeah. Um, all right, Noah. Noah F., the soccer expert. Uh, expert oh, yeah. in Knock quotes. Door, Noah. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, name's Noah. Um, like soccer. Not, I guess in this group I can be considered an expert. <laughs> but not, not huge soccer guys here. Not, <laughs> no, but, you know, no. straight up. up from, if you're coming from, for a soccer podcast, you should click off now. <laughs> But no, I will talk soccer. Uh, I'll talk most sports, <laughs> anything Detroit. Love Detroit. Um, 
big movie guys, so at oh, some yeah. point we'll yeah, probably movie talk experts about some movies. Uh, movie, great movie. What kind of music yeah. you like? Uh, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> classic rock. Great Motown. A lot of older stuff. <laughs> okay. If I, just, if I just threw up Daft Punk, how would you respond? I'd be annoyed with you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Great. But I, I also do want to mention I wanted to put it in there real quick that even though we are have our favorite teams, when, when we're talking about sports, we, we have a little bias getting in, but we're gonna be as unbiased oh, it, as we Oh, can. it's unbiased opinions. Unbiased yeah, opinions. Yeah. I, sure. I just want to throw that out there. All right. Well, should we get right into the the main potatoes of the show? Right. The first first topic. Get down to the nitty gritty. All right. First yeah. topic. Definitely. Let's. Do you guys want to talk about the game that just happened? Or yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, fresh in our minds. Fresh in our minds. Why not? Yeah. All right. Cavs Celtics. The Celtics defeat. Or excuse me, are defeated <laughs> by the Cavs. Eighty-seven, seventy-nine. Um. Once again, fresh in our minds. Ugly yeah, fresh game. Mind. Very ugly game. Um, but, yeah, Cavs going to another finals. So, how does that make oh, you yeah. feel, guys? Uh, Derek, you start. Well, you know, I have, I have the stats right here. And I, I, just want to, I just want to mention a few things. One, I think we can agree that LeBron James is possibly a top five, top ten player of all time. Correct. I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm, Most certainly. I'm going to tell you one thing. You cannot be a LeBron team shooting 18% from three, yes, 35% no. field goal percentage. Embarrassing. No. You Embarrassing. can't do it. You know, there's a, there's a moment where in the first quarter, you know, they were leading 26-18. Then they got, a, they, got some, they got more points. I think they were up by like 12 or 14. Oh, yeah. Right. When, you're, when you have that situation, I feel like you have to take advantage of that. And oh, yeah. that's not what the Celtics did. They missed a lot of shots, and they just kind of let them hang around. And then by halftime, it was a really close game. And then they just couldn't make any shots in the fourth quarter. You know, you get wide-open threes, you can't make it. I think another interesting thing that I saw going down to Celtics, Terry Rozier, 2 mm-hmm. for 14 in the game. I don't know if you guys oh, realize that. Oh, oh for 10 on three? <laughs> oh, oh, for 10. 10. Oh, for 10. You know, and just you look at their stats and not a lot of scoring. I mean, they only play seven guys, and you know you're not going to get scoring from Baines, so you got to find that scoring somewhere. And I think that you guys could agree that you really saw their youth in this yeah. game, I would think. Yeah. Just a little bit of inexperience, and, I mean, they're going to be a great team next year. Oh, but, for sure. But just down the stretch, couldn't make the shots. and you know, so you got to take into account, they don't have – that's exactly what I was thinking the whole game. I'm like, you know who the Celtics could use right now? You know who would thrive in the situation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They just, at some points, they get so stagnant and couldn't do much. And I thought Tatum played really well. He did. He did. For for a rookie. You're right. But just LeBron was too much. 35, 15, and 9. You know, just. And I, I feel like, I mean, as much as his teammates sucked in the first half, like they hit some big shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they showed up. For they sure. did. George Hill showed up in the fourth quarter. George Hill, time. Jeff Green had nineteen, which I didn't really even realize. But yeah. for all the flack the supporting gas has gotten over the season, they they in this, I'll bet it was a struggling offensive game. They definitely showed up. I, I feel yeah. like I, Celtics' first loss at home 
in the postseason. It was a great series, you know, looking back. It was. Uh, but, yeah, I just – Cavs were a little bit too much. LeBron was a little bit too much. And congratulations to them. They're going on to the finals. Do you, do you guys think that Brad Stevens sits Marcus Smart down sometimes and just says, just do not attempt a shot? Because every time he shoots it, it's just a complete brick. And I – he went one for ten shooting tonight with, like, one made layup. But I could not yeah, believe he like that's every night, though. Yeah, I know. Like, you'd think at one point Brad Stevens would be like, you know what? If you shoot, I'm taking out of the game. But I think, again, that goes back to the injuries and that yeah. if they didn't have injuries, they wouldn't be looking for Smart to score the ball. He'd be possibly their third point guard with Kyrie and Rozier. Yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah. he's he's best when he's just defending and, Defensive you know, hustle. Defensive hustle guy. Yeah, right. Right. exactly. Right. So when you throw him into a spot that he's not into, like not used to, it just it struggles a little bit. I think this game, though, just came down to – I mean, all season, the Celtics, even when they had Kyrie playing, they just struggled with scoring the ball in mm-hmm. certain games. And if they they could start out hot or have a certain quarter where they'd be better than others, but they'd have whole games like this where they just – I mean, it's not they, – they only turned the ball over six times, right, where Cavs were plus seven in turnover differential. Yeah. But, like, when you attempt 85 <clears throat> shots and only make 29 as a team, like, that just – you, they just can't score. Yep. Yeah. No, you're I mean, right. wow, I, think, I didn't even notice that. They, yeah, the Celtics had 19 more total. I mean, yeah. Field goals. Like, and it's insane. not even that the it's not even that the Cavs were scoring a lot either. 87 points is not a lot for an NBA game. But like, no. I think if you told Brad Stevens before the game that the Cavs score 87 points, yeah, that they'd be like, oh, perfect, like we win this game. I mean, 87 points—that's fantastic defense. Yeah. Yeah, I, but if your offenses can't contribute, then it's yeah, it's I don't know. Good game by the Cavs. Yeah, I, uh, game, yeah. I'm just I'm just disappointed that I really didn't want to see a Cavs Warriors Finals again. But I mean, it could be Cavs Houston very <laughs> easily. But it kind of makes me sad that one of the same teams is going to be in it for sure. So we'll have to see how the other side plays out. But yeah, I think I think it's a good pretty good transition into uh yeah talking about the other series which yeah. is 3-3 right now Houston Warriors going going to Houston for game 7 tomorrow night. Oh, Adam, yeah. what do you think of that? I here's what I'm going to start out by saying. I don't think in this series home court really means anything. Both teams have won. I agree. Both teams have won on the road and I, they're just they just have so much talent. I'm actually very excited for this game 7. Like I think it's going to be much better offensively than what we just watched. Because, I mean, the talent differential, besides LeBron James, is insanely different. Like, just the talent in the Western Conference Finals right now is on another level than the I was, Eastern Conference I right mean, now. The whole time while I was watching watching the Cavs-Celtics game, I was just thinking to myself, Warriors and Rockets are going to expose whoever wins this game. Oh, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Because you could just, right now, that, that, that series, Rockets and Warriors, they're just offensive powerhouses going up against each other and score each scoring a hundred per game when you know Cavs are struggling to score ninety. Yeah. Oh and you see you see the Cavaliers struggling struggling with things. I think uh I think someone one of the commentators mentioned it, but their lack of ball screen defense was really yep. bad. And that's like what the Warriors and what Houston does. Yeah. And like I it, I don't know. It could be a bloodbath for Whatever team yeah. comes out of the West, uh, I'll, 
Yeah, but um, I don't know. For the Game 7 preview, though, um, I'm thinking – I think what it all comes down to is whether Steph Curry can hit the three or not because KD is going to get his 25 to 35 points probably no matter what. Um, Clay, Clay also needs to have a big game, and he's really hot right now. But, I mean, Draymond's going to get his probably double-double with rebounds and assists. <laughs> and then – right. Yeah, and then I think it just comes down to Steph. If he hits his threes and they have to actually pay attention to him and he's not just being exposed on defense, I think that the Warriors can easily walk away with a win here. I think it comes down to Steph not being, you know, regular playoff curry and whether Chris Paul plays or not because That's he's true. a game-time decision right now. So And Iguodala. He's... And Iguodala. He's a key part of their Specifically I guess it's is the, is the Hamptons 5 lineup now, not the yeah. best lineup anymore. I think it's yeah. the Hamptons 5. Did you hear that Draymond Green was trying to get the the phrase Hampton 5, like trademarked, which isn't what it's really called? <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's doing it, like, without the plural version. Um, yeah, well, he's a little bit donkey, so that's all right. But, yeah. so, you know. Sorry, he's but, making all the money on them uh, teeth commercial. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that actually yep. one of the best commercials out right now with that zoomed in picture of his face. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. But no, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be a really really good game. Yeah, that's gonna be like classic like game seven conference finals basketball. I think. And also, I feel like what gets kind of swept under the rug with Western Conference, especially, just because of the how how big of an offensive powerhouse Golden State is and same with Houston. I feel like how good defensively both teams actually are. Yes. Because yeah, you see you see Cleveland and Boston both being held under ninety points and I feel like, you know, Golden State and Houston's games might be going into the hundreds of the you know, the tens or hundred tens, hundred twenties or whatever. But I feel like they also have the potential to lock up defensively that Houston, you wouldn't think normally, but they've been playing really good defense this series. So, yeah, I think I, I think just Harden's actually stepped up his defense a lot. He's actually playing like an MVP like right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, that's what I, all aspects. That's what I was gonna I was gonna kind of mention is that this is Harden is probably gonna win the MVP. He's he's the favorite, you right. know. And a game seven at your home court against defending champs, you have to, you have to perform. Yeah, you I have think to, you yeah. have to be there as as an as MVP of the league's best team, with or without Chris Paul. With or without Chris Paul, you know it, it hurts, but at the same time, what is LeBron doing? Yeah, I know you see LeBron do it for eight years straight now. I mean, think about who Harden's going up against, though. Like that's a huge difference. No, you're right. right. You're right. But at the same time, he can't have 25 points. On but think about when, yeah. what he's been doing throughout the playoffs. Is He's been having, like, game one and game two, he's dropping 30 or 40. And then the rest of the series, he's falling off and letting Chris Paul and the bench do most of. Not the bench, but the supporting cast do most of the other, like, heavy I lifting. Mean, like, what do you have last game, 25 or 24 or something? Didn't he have a span where he didn't hit a three for, like, 33 straight shots or something like that? I think that? it was 22. Oh, yeah. 22, yeah. Over yeah. two games, he was one for 22 or something. Yeah. Like, but, you can't have that. Right. Especially I mean, with Chris Paul out. He's going to have to play a lot better for that Chris Paul that carried that game six. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. game seven, uh, five, yeah. I believe. He hit some of the most insane shots I've ever seen. And I think kind of like the like the Cavs 
Harden's going to have to do do very well, like we mentioned, but it's also going to be up to the role players to step up. I think it's the bench of both teams, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But Houston has definitely a better supporting cast than Golden State does because if you take away Golden State's four all-stars, yeah. what do they have, like, offensively? Like, a, a, they have a streaky Nick Young, but I also, Kevon Looney. But I also and, like, feel like you could win a game with four players. Oh, you can, definitely. But let's say Chris Paul, let's say Chris Paul plays. Yeah. And, you know, Draymond isn't a scorer. Let's say Clay has an off night, right? So, so Steph and Katie and Chris Paul and James Harden cancel out who the supporting cast is going to win. I mean, yeah. I feel like Houston has a lot more firepower at their three-point make. Yes. Three-point shooting with everyone that they have, as opposed to, you know, mid-range god Sean Livingston. So, <laughs> Yeah, he's... He's actually looked pretty bad in some games. I think he's actually kind of a big part, especially for at least bench going. Did you see in game five, the Warriors had four points from the bench? That's like, who are, who that's are they going of. to, though? Like, I mean, you'd think they'd have more, but like, because, I mean, Nick Young had a few open threes that he just, you know, completely missed. But he actually right, but he's notorious for being streaky. He's essentially J.R. Smith on a, on a lower level. Yeah, they just, they just need, um, they just need Iguodala. I, yeah. All I'm saying is, if you if you have a season where you break the record for amount of wins, and then you sign a former MVP to your team, your mm-hmm. supporting cast probably isn't going to be up to par with some. It's other not going to be up to par, but you can expect whatever it is to perform better than, than four points. One has no. You're right. Over the you're course right. of the season, I mean, they're they're still professional players. You know what I mean? No, you're. They're right. all veterans. Besides, like not really all veterans, but. I mean, if you have, let's say you have David West come in, that should be an advantage in the post over whoever Houston puts on the floor from their bench, right? Yeah. yeah. Because Houston will have times their their only center they play is Clint Capella, and then they'll have most of the game they play every they have what like two shooting guards and three small forwards. Their tallest guy is probably Mbappe Mute at like six eight or something. So, yeah. I mean. I don't know. I just, I just feel like Golden State's bench is also a key part because they haven't been up to par. Yeah, right. I think. Yep, Steph, Steph, and the bench are definitely the two big, big stories for Game Seven. I think. Uh, I was going to ask you one, one player to watch. I'm going to say for each team. Okay, honestly, for the Rockets, well, I wanted to say Chris Paul to see if he plays or not. Um, it's looking like a game time decision. It's been saying. Let's assume he plays because he's Chris Paul and it's the NBA Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I mean, Game 7 on the line, he's probably going to play, I'm assuming. I, it, it sounds you know, it sounds like he's not going to be able to. That's, That's what just I the reports. And it's saying really? that you he's so? questionable, but it's really more likely doubtful. Doubtful. Yep. Doubtful. So saying, saying that he doesn't play, I feel like... I don't think that the Rockets are going to outscore the Warriors without Chris Paul, so their defense is going to have to step up, yeah. like, a lot. I think They're going to have to get some stops in some crucial moments I and weather the, the Warriors' storm. The player, I think, to watch is Eric Gordon because he mm-hmm. was, in the first half last game, he was absolutely on fire. Well, didn't he start 4 of 4 from 3 and, like, yeah, 7 right, for 7 right. from the field? Like, he's he can light up, like, really quick, so I'm thinking... Right. He's good. If he's playing well, then, I mean, they're almost impossible to stop because yeah. they, they just space the floor, Harden, ISO. He gets the switch onto Curry. He can do whatever he wants to Curry. Mm-hmm. That's what they were looking for. Defense. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he gets absolutely – James Harden's, like, an insanely, insane offensive player. But at the same time, like, he can do whatever he wants against Steph Curry. I mean, Curry, he bends at the hips. You just can't do that when you're a professional yeah. basketball player. It looks like – yeah, it just looks like he's completely lost. It looks lost. uncomfortable, honestly. Yes. Just, I don't know. I think my, my player to watch for the Rockets has to be James Harden. I mean, just taking yeah. an example of this game – you see how well LeBron does in Game 7. Now, I'm not comparing Harden to LeBron, but at the same time, you're the MVP. It's Game 7. It's your home court. you got to step up. Right. you got to right. step up, be, be the offensive leader, be the defensive leader, and lead your team to victory somehow, anyway. Anyway, it might be a big shot. You know, It might be a big defensive stop. You never know. And I think that the Warriors, I feel like if Clay could have another game like he did in Game 6, I, I feel like they'd take it. Yeah, um, I feel like he's sometimes underrated, just because like everyone that they have on their team. But when he gets hot, it's pretty hard to stop the Warriors. Right, right. As a, as a team, when he gets it going, so I feel like those are my two players to watch. Do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's going to be a blowout or a close game? Because so close far game. we've gotten five blowouts in that series, and then one close game. So See, I wasn't that also the same with Boston and Cleveland though. Yeah. To an yeah. extent, yeah, you're right. No, I no. feel like Game Seven just brings a different feeling to the game. Yeah, that right, right. both teams honestly won't let it be a blowout, no matter how they're shooting, how they're defending. They just it won't, they won't let it happen. Yeah, I'm expecting a close game as well, but I don't know. I feel like the Warriors won. I don't know how many did they win by last night? Was it close to twenty something? Um, yeah, it was nine. Or... Hold on, one. Yeah, I did. I think it was approaching 20. It was pretty much 20, right? And then they won by 40 one time, and then the Rockets also had, I think, a 20-point victory. Right, right. So I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. I do think since it's a Game 7, it's going to be very close I think that's the only reason why is because it's Game 7. Yep. I mean, you know, Game game 3, how how much are you really paying attention to a blow in Game 3? How many did they win by? 29. Yeah, see, that was almost 30. So I don't know. I mean... The Rockets did kind of give up, but like at the same time, they absolutely put them away in that third quarter. The I mean, we can, we can look at these past games, but at the end of the day, it's a game seven, right. win or go home. Those other games don't matter now. They're out of the way. It's just whoever wins this one game gets to go to the finals. And right. looking like they might have a good shot to win against the LeBron, I mean, Cavaliers. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's going to – the players in these Western Conference finals are – licking their chops at the finals right now just because I think that this is the most winnable NBA finals in a long time for the Western Conference. Like, last year, it was a toss-up about who was going to win for a while, um, but obviously the Warriors were just clicking. But I think this year it's going to be very lopsided. All right. I mean, can't you, can you give any credit just to – just, I mean, LeBron James is – Pretty much unstoppable Absolutely. in the playoffs. Let alone the finals. What he's doing year after year in the playoffs is just—it's incredible had, to watch. Right, and he has no supporting cast this year. But I feel like it's still that just LeBron James effect. Yeah. That he may have no supporting cast, but he's besides his years in Miami, he's pretty much had no supporting cast his whole career, and he's carried—he's carried teams to the Eastern Conference Finals, to the Finals, to you know, late into series just because he's he's him. He just the stats he has, the effect he brings to the game and I feel like he alone is enough to cancel out 
honestly a whole team for at least a couple games in the series. So if he can carry or get his supporting cast to perform at all in any games that series, I feel like he honestly can himself win one or two. And that's what we're talking about. These Western Conference teams look really good. But at the same time, you can never count a LeBron team out. You can't count LeBron Especially in the playoffs. So, So I like predictions. All right, for game seven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I think the Rockets get it done at home. Really? Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a close game. I think Harden has an MVP performance, and I don't. I think Steph doesn't show up. That's my prediction. The Kevin Durant lover goes against the Warriors. I just Steph. I don't. They have not looked good this series. Um, Katie didn't look good last game, but the team picked him up, and I don't know. It. I think. I think he'll show up for this game, but I I don't know. I think they're going to need a little more help from their supporting cast. I know they have four All-Stars, but you got to have somebody else to do something. Peter? I um, I actually agree. I think the Rockets are going to win wow. because of their supporting cast. Correct. I feel like wow. the rate at which they've been hitting three-pointers this series is insane, and uh, with the way that James Harden distributes the ball on offense, I feel like if Eric Gordon, Trevor Ariza, Joe Green, if they can all get going, even P.J. Tucker from the freaking corner that he sits in all game, if they can yeah. all get going, I mean, I just feel like if maybe Warriors can weather the storm and come back like they can they did last game, but I feel like in a Game 7 situation, it'll be like the Rockets won't stop hitting them, and I just feel like the luck is going to be on their side for this. So, I think that it's going to be a close game for the first three quarters. And then I actually disagree with you guys. I think mm-hmm. that, the, that the four stars, you know, do their thing. And as much as I hate to say it, but we have another Warriors, Cavaliers, <laughs> NBA Finals. Even though I'm a huge KD fan, I would... There's a part of me that wants Houston versus the Cavs just to switch it up. I'm so incredibly tired of Cavaliers versus the Warriors. I think it would give just a common basketball fan a little more joy to watch a different series than Warriors and Cavs. Definitely. And this one's even going to be, if that were to happen, this one would arguably be worse (laughs) because um, there's no Kyrie. And Kyrie's awesome to watch. Yep. No, you're right. It's just LeBron. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Noah? I also agree with Dirk in the sense mm. that it's going to be a close game through the first three quarters, but I mm. actually think the Rockets are going to win. 3-1, wow. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. They just have too much going for them, I feel like. I mean, I've never seen a team shoot as well as it seems like they're just shooting an insane percentage from the three-point line, and they just put up so many of them that it's so hard to come back against them. No, you're right. Right. I think right. it's going to be a good game. I'm I'm excited to watch. Definitely. Yeah. So, how about we uh, moved a little bit of football, as they like to say. Football, yeah. Next um, topic. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so let's bring in our soccer expert. <laughs> expert and, analyst. Soccer for expert your Noah, analyst. Twitter, if you're wondering. He uh, used to work at ESPN uh, Ocho. Um, <laughs> yes, for football. The Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, give uh, us give us a little background of, of your soccer 
knowledge slash playing such why why are you our analyst for soccer mm-hmm. uh well for soccer i played soccer for 14 years all the way up through high school wow and experience right right peter did play soccer too i'll, I'll give him that but once peter got done he couldn't care less about I didn't it. I didn't play FIFA that's where, honestly why that, yeah right. where I that's the stay difference. up with FIFA I right, watch, right there you go I, well I mean everybody watches the World Cup but I keep up with it much more than Peter did one, I'd say. right right and with that being said we have the World Cup coming up on June 14th I think is the first day of games yeah very exciting hi I'm Michelle Wolf. and <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Michelle Wolf is now joining the call. Uh, yeah, sad. <laughs> the U.S. isn't there though. Yeah, Tragic, okay. Honestly. Can, wait, all right. Yeah, hit, can we hit the brakes, please? Um, what happened there? I, I, I'm not really familiar with the entire concept of how a, t- a nation gets into the World Cup. So, what did we do wrong? Okay, it's coaching. It's all so coaching. So, for the World Cup, depending on which part of the world your country is from. So we... Like continents? Yeah. So like Europe, they send a shitload of teams because they have a ton of continents. Or a ton of countries. Yeah, lots of continents. A lot of continents. (laughs) He's a Uh, soccer expert, not a geography expert. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... So they send a ton of teams. We only get two to three teams there. So we have Panama, Mexico, and Costa Rica. Wow. And it's just over the course of the three to four years, or the three years in between World Cups. Okay. They do qualifiers against teams in those countries. So teams are always changing. Yeah. Which is the struggling part. But for the U.S. anyways, where it all went wrong was coaching. Who was the coach? A couple was... of ones. What? Okay. Well, it was Klinsman, right? Yeah. Until, I want to say... Bruce Arena. Yeah. Bruce Arena. But that was, what, only a year, year and a half ago? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we were... Young, bringing in younger players, but not utilizing them like we should because we were coaching. Hmm. It but, was coaching, and it was the just our for the past. Gosh, I don't know. Probably, probably a decade. Just our youth programs haven't been up to par. Is this is what I've heard on the topic? But um, there's the USA soccer developmental system hasn't been anywhere near you know up to speed with anywhere else in the world and we don't put a lot of focus into it so the teams we've been putting out haven't been as quality as they probably should be so Hmm. that doing that you know being extended over a course of period of time is leading to what this team was and the terrible coaching didn't help so that just all kind of I do agree together. with you that our, we're not developing young players like they should be but we did have good enough players that we just were not playing 
Right. That that part's on the chance. coaching. That part's on the coaching. Yeah. Is that Pulisic? Is that who you're talking about there? Pulisic One did play, but he I don't think he got enough time. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think coming to the next World Cup, he should be ready. Do you have any uh, ideas on who the favorite is right now? Is it like the classic so, Germany-Argentina type? or? Right now, I've got five teams who I believe are the only choices, like possibilities to win it all. Okay. Mm. Bold and, statement here from the expert. Yeah, bold statement. Okay. And even bolder statement, I think the finals is going to be all European teams. Uh, I don't okay. know how bold that is, but yeah, I mean, well, that's pretty standard. You're well, taking out, no, you're taking, Argentina, you're taking out Brazil. Brazil. Spain. Yeah. Brazil and Argentina are the two others. Japan. <laughs> Sweden. Maybe, maybe, maybe not Japan, but yeah, you know. Uh, but Iran. My, my final four teams would be France. Costa Rica. France, okay. Argentina, Brazil, and Germany. With the one team looking in would be Belgium. 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 Yeah, they were pretty good last World Cup. Is that they right? have rising talent. They've had rising talent for a while. Yeah. Okay. They've got a lot of talent, but I just got to see if they put it together. No, no Spain in there, though. Not even the top oh, four. I, yeah, I am not a. Spain's got a lot of old players right now. They've, yeah, they've been around for a while. Not sure, yeah. if their fitness will be able to keep up with the other teams. Do you have a? Do you have a outright favorite out of those five? Uh, right now, I think Germany and France are the up top. Yep. Germany, I think, is a little older than France, which is my one worry about them. Yeah. Hmm. So, but, if you, so if you had $1,000 right now and you had to place a bet on which team you think is going to win, who, do you, who would you put your money on? I would put my money in Germany. In Germany. To yep. go back to back. Favorites. All right. And I think as, a, as like a United States regular soccer fan who like watches it when the World Cup is on – and now right. you know we we talked about United States not being in there. Who who are we what like headlines are we looking for? Are we are we looking to what teams are we cheering for? Alright. So some first of all, I would say one big story to look at is Portugal because I'm assuming that this is gonna be Ronaldo's like farewell to international soccer. Mm-hmm. So I think this is his last-ditch effort to try to win a World Cup. So he's going to go balls to the wall all out to try to just bring Portugal through. Hmm. Nice. So that's a big story. Uh, if you want an underdog that will be fun to watch, I would watch Iceland. Iceland? Okay. Oh. Because it's like March Madness. When you get those underdog teams that are just there to have fun, there's doing wacky celebrations, I think Iceland will be that team. For but is Iceland still considered an unknown underdog anymore? Right, because you think, you think Euro Cup, what, two years ago now, they made it to, I want to say, the, the, the final eight of that, right? Yeah. And I'm mistaken. So, I mean, they're, they're on the radar. But if you're not a huge now. soccer fan, you wouldn't know of Iceland. I had no idea that Iceland was even a possibility. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm slightly more of a soccer fan than I... Yeah, I, I think you are. I think you yeah. are. All right, all right, all right. Continue, Noah. And then, 
The last thing I think people should realize in the World Cup, and this is great because it's music related, so you guys will understand, is the World Cup song. Oh. So we had Shakira back in 2010, South Africa. Yeah, that was a pretty good song. song. That was a great song. song. Fantastic song. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what uh, 2014 was in Brazil. Obviously, it wasn't good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But this one is called Live It Up. And it's by Nicky Jam, Diplo, and Will Smith. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, heard I actually I saw this mm-hmm. news headline, and this got me very excited. Love Will Smith. Where did he come from, and why is he doing the World Cup? <laughs> I have no idea. But I What's love the, last... the choice. Actually, he just dropped a really, really cool freestyle. Um, yep. That was awesome. Uh, is he still a PG rapper? I believe... He he ah, cursed one time. He did. It. He did curse. In it. Okay, so there we go. I don't yeah. think he's PG rapper anymore. So it can't be any worse than it was. But if I had to choose, like, one singer from America to, like, represent us to, like, every other country, Will Smith would definitely be up there on my list. You think so? Right I think now? so. In 2018. In 2018. How much do you consider him an artist, though? A musical artist? He's just, an actor, yeah. Just an American figure. No, you're right. Really? There, you think so? I do. He's an American I, figure, I but not, like, not in the music industry. Not I feel right like now. you have to be like PG, you know, if you're going to be a figure. So that like takes out a lot of rappers and stuff. It's true. All right. But I don't know. I like the choice. Do you have any other options that you'd think about, Peter? <laughs> Man. Um, what about Timberlake? But, Justin Timberlake? Yeah, I thought I mean, about Justin Timberlake. See, I feel like. When you think of like an American icon for a singer, who is? I feel like music is so, you know, like diffused with so many people from like Europe and the England especially, and and other people. It's like, and I don't know, like Canada and stuff, like Justin Bieber and things like that. It's like who, what, um, and and also, what what genre of music is American music, right? So Will Smith is what rap, hip hop, pretty much. Yeah, but, yeah. but is American rock, like classic rock, is American, I mean, uh, what else? Pop, I guess? What else? I don't know. That's a, that's a good na- point. If you have to narrow it down to one artist, specifically from the U.S. You kind of have to separate it by genre. It kinda that, that like... I mean, yeah. No, you're right there. Um, but I don't know. I think Justin Timberlake's probably up there. I think he'd be a good option. But uh, I, I think mean, Will Smith, Will Smith will be is fine. a good option too, just yeah. because of his acting career. Also, like he's yeah. on multiple different media stages. That's true. If you're from another country and you've never listened to like American music or something, you probably like. There's a good chance you watched a Mills- Will Smith movie, right, or Fresh right. Prince, you know, or Fresh Prince. Yeah, right, right. That's awesome. So, is that anything else to add about? The World Cup talk. I'm excited. As a, I'm, as a, I'm actually excited. As a non, I the only soccer games I enjoy watching are World Cup games. That's it. You know, like you can just tell with some of those countries. That's like all they have. Exactly. So a whole country comes together, and it's just it's awesome to see. It really right. is. Yeah. Right. I'm no, at, any closing comments? Yeah. The one thing I'm worried about is I hope Russia does well in their group stages. Really, I don't think they'll make it out of their group stages because they're they, a tough group. Yeah, yeah, their groups. Hey, 
There was yeah. Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. That's and another. I, Uruguay, I think, will win we'll that win, group easily. Right. And I think second is between Russia and Egypt. And I hope Russia will get behind their team because it's always fun to see the host country do well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Egypt's going to be a tough out too if uh, if Mo Salah plays. Which that, that, if that's that's very if. true. That's if. Great point there. Thanks. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, we can tell Loon the non soccer fan. Says yeah. Mo Salah. Wait, what? <laughs> so yeah. Some about a salad? I don't know. Yeah. I thought you said Marsala, like chicken Marsala. <laughs> Great meal. Great food. Indian food is fantastic, by the way. Mo Salah. For those who if, haven't had if it. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah. If you want to be on the podcast, just let us know. Do you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, Noah. Um, that was amazing. That was really good. That was, yeah, it was in-depth. I feel like I know a lot more about soccer in general. I feel like I'm pretty prepared for the World Cup. It's gonna absolutely. Be, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, for absolutely. Uh, well, next on Peace. the agenda, um, do you guys want to talk some music? Stretch away from the sports? Yeah, we're... Uh, we're not just a sports podcast here, folks. We're an everything podcast. We're, we're everything. We're a culture podcast. What the kitchen sink, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> big releases this week. Push a T. At least, yes. Yes. In, in my realm of music, which is not, not exactly diverse, to get the more diverse view, I think we're going to need to go to... Derek. Derek has a great diverse view of music. Um, but in my scope, the two big drops were Pusha T dropped an album named Daytona and ASAP Rocky dropped Testing. So, right. uh, have you guys listened to these albums? Either of them? Yes. Yeah. I have Our not listened ones. to ASAP Rocky. I haven't listened to that full thing. Okay. I yeah, I have listened to both albums through. Um, although the ASAP Rocky one, I was not paying as much attention yeah. as yeah. the Daytona one. Um, but yeah, so Peter, do you want to give your initial thoughts on Daytona? Daytona, uh, fantastic album. Only yeah. seven songs, which is... Yeah, does that bug you? Honestly, with the quality of the seven songs, it doesn't. It really I'm doesn't. I agree 100%. I feel like for a lot of people, everyone looks for volume in albums over quality a lot. They look, yeah. they look over quantity. They look for quantity over quality, and I feel like, you know, I feel like when an album has fifteen or more songs, it can get a little repetitive, in a yes. sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you have just seven, not, not, I'm not endorsing just putting seven songs in every album. Yeah, if they're not going to be as good as these are, but I feel like the. The seven that are on here are such high quality lyrically and production wise from Kanye. I feel like I, I'm not annoyed at all by the seven, and I think it's a fantastic album. Yeah, I completely agree. Derek, do you have any first impressions? You know, uh, I, I listen to a lot of music. Uh, I kind of, myself and Noah F, the soccer analyst, uh, yes. ha- kind of have the uh, same taste in music. We like older stuff, we like more classic stuff, classic rock. Well, I like classic rock. Don't get me wrong. No, like no, for sure. Rock. But we, we but you prefer that. hip-hop and rap. Yeah, yeah. But I'll throw the Eagles in my hip-hop playlist. 
no, uh, not so where they belong. It, but no, no. no I, I'm not saying you guys don't appreciate. It. I'm just saying that it might not be your first choice. Where, Correct. Where That's... us, it would probably be our first choice every time. But I do listen to everything, and I did listen to Daytona, which I probably wouldn't have. But Adam, my my music guy, mm-hmm. rec- recommended it, so I thought I'd listen to it. And just as a as a music listener. Uh, I struggle with long albums, like, exactly like ASAP Rocky. His I don't even know how many songs his was. Fifteen, I believe. fifteen. So I listened to the first like four, thought they were good, but then I, I couldn't make it through the whole thing. It was this one was only seven. I, I literally had a trip from one place to another that took thirty minutes, and I listened to the whole thing in that thirty minutes. Yeah. So and, right. I I really enjoyed that, and I thought the album was was very good. I I I'm not like that into the music scene where I don't get some of the uh, shots he throws and like some of like the in-depth things. But I, I did think it was very catchy and that the, the beats are very good. It was, if you guys don't know, it was produced by Kanye, which everyone Absolutely. usually likes Kanye music wise, maybe not as a person after Woo! all like the things he's saying right now. But yeah. I, I thought it was, I, I enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it. And I do want to mention that I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but bringing in my broad music scope that Sean Mendez also dropped an album and that was okay. uh, this past week. And it was very, very popular. Did you enjoy yeah. it? Did you listen to it? I did not. I only listened to a few of his big songs cause I saw it on, um, uh, top hits on Spotify, but my sister who's 13, uh, likes that type of music. And she said it was very good. So I'm going to take her word on it, that it was, very good for the teenage age. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely a place for his music because I think he has a very good voice. Actually, I, I, I just hear too. him on the radio. He has catchy songs. I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but I'm definitely with you guys. I thought I listened to before this album came out. I listened to Pusha T's other two albums, Darkest Before Dawn, great. and um, what's the other one called? My name is my name. That's a great uh, one. I love that. Album. I I thought those are both great, and I I think Daytona is his best album, uh, even after listening to those. I just think the production is. I think overall, like, you can you can pick and choose songs from the others, but if you're looking at it, overall the, whole, project, the wide the broad scope of the album. Yes, Daytona is best. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought um, looking at the track list, there I liked. All the song I loved six of the seven, and I liked all seven. So the only right. one I wasn't as keen on as um, the rest is Infrared, the closer. I, I enjoyed it, but I thought it was kind of boring compared to the rest of the album. I don't know. It was more lyrical. Like I feel like the, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, definitely. Right. It, it wasn't meant to be like a pump up hype song. It was no. definitely more for just him to spit, and he did. But he did. Um, and I don't a, know. A little transition Drake, into that was because yes, he he had a little feud with Drake, and then Drake dropped a uh, kind of a diss track on Pusha T. What do you guys feel about that? I didn't uh, listen to it yet, honestly. Drake's yeah, the Duffy Freestyle. I, I thought Drake's was awesome. I think yeah. it's a little weird he's taking shots at Kanye just because I know that they've worked together a lot and hinted at a collab album before hmm. i doubt it'll ever happen but they've hinted at it so like i know they're they're pretty close so i was really surprised to hear them yeah. uh go after <clears throat> i think i think it's just mainly because 
Kanye's works with Pusha T so close. Like, I'm thinking maybe he just went after him because of that. Or maybe he's just trying to get publicity for his album. Or actually both their albums, because Kanye has an album dropping this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It will, yeah. And I was going to ask you guys, like, what, what, as a, as a, maybe not as uh, intelligent as music as you guys are, what, what's for me to look forward to for the next few weeks? Okay. Music. So. Oh, there's June is going to be huge. So June Kanye day. drops June first. Kanye and Kid Cudi drop a collab right, album June eighth, which I think people are almost more excited for that than just the Kanye solo. I think the Kanye solo will be amazing, but that's going to be really cool because the last collab album that Kanye did was with Jay Z, and I really enjoyed that. There were some great songs off that album, so I'm looking forward to something similar uh, from right. Cudi. And I haven't heard much from Cudi recently since his last album dropped. So. Yeah, and then after that, um, Drake drops on the 15th, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are the big ones. Um, there's also other smaller albums dropping. Um, Nas, wait, actually, that's going to be a huge, huge album. I think that's on the 15th. Nas is dropping an album, and right, Kanye, Kanye hand-produced that whole thing, too. So we're getting a lot of Kanye production in June. In he's, June. Trying to, he's trying to make June his month. Yeah, and I already think is he's going month. to. Yeah, like I think he's gonna do great. Uh, the hype yeah, after if if the Pusha T album is anything like what we're gonna get from him, I think it's gonna be amazing because I think the beats on Daytona were some of the best that he's done in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noah, did you listen to Daytona at all? I don't think you probably did. Did you? I only heard a few of the songs while we were just playing cards. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but I did, and this is from a person who only does not listen to a lot of rap and hip hop music. Yeah. Uh, hard piano, I really Great liked. One. Oh, my yeah. That Wild Rick Ross feature was hard. Hard piano amazing. and Santeria are, are my top. Okay, three. yeah, let's talk about favorite tracks. So, Peter, yours, uh, Noah, yours is hard piano. Yeah, Peter, what about you? Piano. I'm going to go hard piano slash Santeria. I really, really like both of those. Okay, Derek. Uh, what about you? Hard piano. Yeah, it's probably my favorite. Uh, and if what is it? If you know, they know. If, if you, you know, know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when the track. beat comes in on, if you know, you know that. Yeah, pretty. That's really awesome. Pretty great. That track is really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go with. If I had to narrow it down to one, I think I'd go with what would Meek do, just because I think that Kanye feature is absolutely amazing when he comes scoop. in and says scoop. Yeah, that's. Whoopie whoop. Yeah, that. <laughs> That was just amazing. But, yeah, other than that, I think one track we didn't mention yet is The Games We Play, which I thought was That's a, a crazy one, track. Like, that sample is insane. I love that song. And Comeback Baby. They're, I mean, they're all, just, they're all, they're all good. good. They're all good. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pick a favorite, especially when it's only I mean, seven we, albums. We keep, yeah, we keep, saying, seven we keep saying we keep adding songs to it, and we're adding the whole album. I mean, it's, exactly. they're all good. They're all really yeah. good. So... I know nobody's really listened to ASAP's project, but um, some highlights that stood out to me was the ASAP Forever. That was the single that he put out, but they added Cuddy and, and T.I. just talked at the beginning, but I think it was awesome with Cuddy. Uh, ASAP Forever remix is what it's called on the album, I think, but that was awesome. Um, Guns and Butter featuring Juicy J was also a good song. Juicy J appearance, though. Yes, um, I'd give that a listen. Um, I don't really know how you say this. 
but it's Hun Forty Third, H U N Four Three R D. Interesting. I thought that was a pretty good song. Um, and yeah, like mm-hmm. something. I really don't know what like hundred except like hundred. I he says like hundred forty third. I think in the song, so I don't know. He just shortened it, but then uh, also purity at the end with Frank Ocean was a good song. Um, and also Brother Man with French Montana. French that Montana. Was a, it was a weird feature, but I actually don't think he did horrible in it. Um, like I do not really enjoy any French Montana music. I, really I usually just listen to his music for whoever he features. But it's, if it's not featuring four other people, then it's probably not worth a listen. So exactly, but I think he did a good job, and Brother Man's a good song. So. Yeah, I'd I'd recommend it. I don't think it's as good as Daytona. It's also it's more sprawling. It's fifteen songs. Um, right, I got a right. little bored listening to it, um, but yeah, it was a good album. Uh, I'd, I'd give it a listen. What did you think, Derek, of what you listened to? Too long. Uh, well, like I said, I only listened to the first four uh, tracks. Oh, you didn't make it through. You didn't make it past four. Okay. No, I, I listened to the one with Kid Cudi, which I thought was very good. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the first one, Disordered Records. But yeah, that was other, interesting. Song. I'll have to give the rest of the album a listen. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah. I think those were the two biggest drops. Uh, we do this next weekend. I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about with the music album. Right, for yeah, sure, I, for sure. I think people should definitely give. Before you hop on our podcast, listen to the Kanye solo album. That's what I would recommend for you guys to do. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting big things from that. Um, Right. All right. Uh, Anybody else have anything to say about music? Oh, no. Not about music. Sorry. No. No. Okay. Um, All right. On to the next section. You know, we're, we're we're a diverse podcast here. We talk about a lot of different things. And I want to include... I think it'd be cool if I gave you guys... Three news headlines. Okay. All right. And we are, and then you guys are going to pick which one sounds the most interesting, and then I'll tell you just a little bit more about it. How's that sound? Okay. So we as a group decide which one's the most interesting? Yeah, maybe take a vote, or maybe just somebody step up and say, you know what, we got to hear more about this one. All right. All right, we'll do it. All right, but uh, we're going to take a little break. I'm going to get some water, and then we will be back shortly. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be here. Absolutely. Um, All right. We got Derek, Noah, and Peter will be joining shortly. But And here's Peter. So we're all good here. We're going to continue. And you guys want to hear the – you guys want to hear the headline? I'm ready for it. Yeah. All right. Number one. Mystery wolf-like animal reportedly shot in Montana – Baffles wildlife officials. Okay, that's the first one. Mm. Second one. Power outage triggers extreme zombie activity alert in Florida City. And interesting. Kidnapper accused of using alligator to hold man captive. <laughs> Out of can, can I, I, I have a comment about the second one about the zombie. I did yeah. see that and okay. saw that it was it was fake. It wasn't really. Okay, so you, you don't want to hear more it, about it. Was, it was like it was like a prank, honestly. Is what yeah, happened. so basically, I I believe somebody, um, either as a joke who was working there, or somebody hacked in and <laughs> changed it to say "zombie alert," and I guess everybody freaked out in Lake Worth, wherever that is in Florida. Yeah, right. But, yeah, okay. So you, you don't have to hear about that one. That's one. 
I'm I'm interested about the wolf like animal. That sounds intriguing. I, I, I'd agree. We, we should do that one. Okay. Noah? So Noah, is that fine? Do you have a strong case for the other one? Okay. You know. Guess I, not. I, All right. I guess not. <laughs> so it's okay. not about soccer. He can't comment. All right, go on. This one probably wasn't that interesting, in all honesty, but this is what happened. So, in Montana, someone saw this creature on their property, so they shot it. It was in Denton, Montana, and then, because it was kind of close to the livestock, so, you know, don't want it hurting the livestock, so, shoots it. And this is what, there's a picture on Twitter, if you want to look at it, but it... It looks like people are calling it a mix between a wolf and a dog. And basically what they're calling it is a young, non-lactating female. And a canid, I believe is how you say it. It's a member of the dog family, which includes dogs, foxes, coyotes, and wolves. Um, But it doesn't fit the profile of either a dog or a wolf. So they don't what it was some kind of wolf dog hybrid um it looks pretty menacing though it's got big teeth it doesn't really look like the typical dog you'd see running around um so yeah they don't know what it is and i think everybody in montana is at least in den montana is a little confused on what happened so they so it's it's just a wolf dog pretty much well that's what they think (laughs) they don't know if it's some kind of like they think it's a wolf dog hybrid, which I don't know if that means like mom's a dog, dad's so, a wolf. So some domestic dog fucked a wolf and then that's, they made this thing? That's what I'm thinking. That's what they think happened, but they have no idea. They, the quote was, we have no idea what this was until we get a DNA report back, which they haven't got yet. Yeah, and I, I know you only like searched this story, but I, I don't even remember hearing about this species anywhere else. And like any stories, you know, right? Like, like you, you didn't hear about in some other city, like yeah. the wolf dog thing coming. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm thinking. I don't know if it's. They called it <laughs> this news story called it Myster- mysterious furry creature, and it is. It's like really furry with huge teeth, and it, it looks like a dog. I don't know. It's weird, but basically, um, I don't. Know, I'd be a little, a little scared if I was living in Den- Denton. Montana, like I don't want that stuff running around. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you'd think it'd just be one, right? Yeah, you'd think, but you'd I mean, there'd be a lot of these wolf dogs. We'll have to we'll have to give an update next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. about the I'll, wolf I'll dog keep, situation. I'll keep my I'll keep my eye out. Hopefully, to get the DNA report back, they send it to Oregon for some reason. So I don't know. I don't know anything about can that. Can I can I ask what what the uh, what the link is on Twitter. I don't want to see this picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Um, I'll send it to you guys after the podcast. Oh, All right. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and for anybody that wants to look that up, just this is a Huffington Post article. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all for that story. I kind of wish that it gave a, you know, a clothing closing statement like you know what they found it just to be a weird rabid dog but you know i can't tell you that right now oh okay i found it on on twitter i'm uh mm-hmm. yeah it, it looks like, like a hyena yeah it, but like i don't but it's all like it's all like brown and that's really strange looking 
it really doesn't look like anything that I've seen before. Um, no, it doesn't. But yeah, well, I, I'll, I guess it's I'll keep my eye out for that. I'll keep my eye out for what happens there. It's um, weird. Huh? Very interesting, yeah, you, though. Good story. Good yeah, story. Absolutely. Good story. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any uh, any other topics to talk about? We got we covered music. We covered soccer. We covered NBA finals. I think I think we should give the viewers uh, something to look forward to. Actually, actually, let me, let me intersect one thing before we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, not, not, not a big hockey. Uh, scene going on between us besides Noah, yes. who hasn't said anything in a while. But I yeah. do want to give a shout out to the Las Vegas Knights, the Golden Knights, who are in their first season as a franchise, and they are playing for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, the first game Monday. First game is Monday. Monday, yeah. I'm not sure how that happens in hockey. I am familiar with how they chose their players. And right. In my brain, it just doesn't make sense to me how they're in the championship game uh, games. They, they I, score a lot of goals and they're really good goalies. That's pretty much what yeah, I, like, what I've taken. Yeah, I feel like them. they shouldn't have gotten people that can score goals, though. You know what I mean? I feel that. I feel that, but it's all about when when they did their, you know, I, I don't know what kind of draft it's called, but uh, the NBA expansion. did it before. Expansion, yeah, right. expansion obviously expansion. But, yeah. you know, teams can put certain people on, on kind of a no-touching list, right? So, Yep. You know, I mean, they can only, but they can only pick so many. So, I mean, so it's whoever they really, they really want to keep. And other than that, they can pick whoever they want. So, I mean. I believe it was limited to positions, though, too. Correct? It was, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm really, really impressed. Do they have a good coach, too? I'm not really prepared. I honestly don't know. I'm they, also not a huge hockey fan. I follow it. They have a, they have a decent coach. But really what got him there is just their goaltender, Marc-Andre Fleury, who's just been mm-hmm. unreal. And they they kind of. Uh, accepted that underdog role and really like, right. taking that to heart. It. Right. And, and, and they're not favorites in these games. You know, they're just doing it by you know hustling and making the extra play. And they're just, they're winning at home. They're they're, they're winning, winning, at, winning home. at home. They're getting it done at home, which is uh, just like the NBA. It's important. Right. Okay. Yeah. First, first game Monday. Uh, I believe it's in Vegas. I first game. I don't know. I, I think it might be in Washington, right? Aren't the Capitals well, the, the higher Cap- overall seed? I want to say. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm 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 in the dark right now. I don't no, really no, know that much uh, about hockey. No, it is at Vegas. It's Vegas. It is Vegas. Okay. And and I uh, a little interesting. I'm gonna put a little, a little story here that I just found. And uh, this is all Bleacher Report, but mm-hmm. uh, two hours before the puck drop. Uh, rapper Lil John is gonna do a uh, free concert outside the arena really? in Las Vegas. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've heard he puts on a pretty good show. I had a buddy up at school that went and saw <laughs> um, Lil John right on the Florida. beach at spring break, right in Florida yeah. on the beach, right? right? Yeah, I he said it was a good time. God, his um, new shoe is terribly dirty. Sorry to hear yeah, that. I mean, I don't know how they. I don't know what kind of venue they were in that they'd get terribly dirty, but you know, well, you know whatever yeah, wherever little John's at on in a Florida in March, so right, right. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds sounds awesome. Um, I, you know, I probably won't watch any of the NHL. <laughs> I I will Cup. keep up with the results of the yeah. games. Yeah, I, I will. I will probably be watching the games. So okay, well, you know, <laughs> we can also call in our hockey expert Noah F if he needs to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hockey slash football expert. He's all the but, sports um, that. We we're not that we don't. 
pizza that we don't care about that we don't may not pay as much attention to. Yeah, I feel like I don't yeah, know enough right. about hockey. There's to definitely, talk about there's it. definitely things. I, I I feel like it's a good transition into things to look forward to next week. Yes, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Just like we mentioned, the NHL playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. We got game seven tomorrow night, like we already previewed with the yes. Rockets. And the first game of the finals is actually on Thursday. Yes, Thursday right, is the first already. game of the finals. So, and I believe whoever wins out of the Warriors and Rockets will have a better record. So it'll be at one of their home courts and in the West. Yeah, right? in the West. Yes, correct. Yep. Yeah. What else? No. Anything? Oh, um, album. The uh, Kanye album. That's going to be huge. Uh, any other albums that you guys can think of off the top of your head? I don't think so. I don't at this not at this moment. No. Okay. One other thing. Um. To keep in mind that you guys should look out for is the Memorial Tournament, PJ Tour event. Uh, Tigers playing in it. Starts on Thursday, obviously. Um, $8.9 million purse. Uh, so, that I, huge Tiger Woods fan. I'm really hoping. He's been close. He he can't put together a full round yet, but he shows flashes of being unstoppable. So, I'm hoping that he can put it together this weekend. And golf is definitely better when Tiger is good. Absolutely. Just he gives everybody a reason to watch, even if you hate him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, one other thing I'd like to mention is a name for the podcast. Um, okay. We we don't have a name for the podcast. Uh, and so for now, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Um, do you guys have any ideas for what to call it? Um, uh, I think we introduced it as the Blueberry Boys, but... Yeah, we could we could call it the Blueberry Boys. That was just see that shouldn't stay. I no, really it's don't just, feel like that stay. And and we will be adding music and we'll be adding a bunch of stuff to the podcast. But yeah, so basically, what I'm thinking is, is there anything that kind of? I mean, it's a podcast about everything, really, right? So, yeah, I mean not, everything that we're familiar with. Yeah, right. A podcast about um, what like modern culture? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much. Um, yeah, actually, you know, one thing we could add to next week's is our video games. I mean, we play some video games. I think no, we, we do. Could, yeah. We could spend some top time on video the, games. The Fortnite takeover should definitely the be Fortnite topic, takeover, honestly. absolutely. You know, future games, um, right? Future games. Call of Duty Black Ops Four release uh, release some info. It looks interesting, so we can talk about that as well. And to be um, honest, that's where we're going after this. We're going to video games. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, basically, for anybody curious, we we are called the Blueberry Boys due to a uh, a two K pro am team that we created last year. Um, we were called the Blueberry Boys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, th- if, if you're listening, throw throw down in the comments or whatever we have down there. Yeah, send in your questions. Send in questions and name suggestions. suggestions. Uh, if you like the podcast, you know, invite your friends, your your mom, your grandma, you know, anyone. Love yeah. grandmas here. Yeah, they really enjoy uh, football okay. analysts. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So with that, I think uh, I think we'll close it off. Um, I'm Adam. Oh, oh uh, I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm Peter, uh, I guess. And, uh, and, and, Noah, like and Noah's there. Is he's there somewhere. Maybe there. I, we don't hear him talking. So the soccer he's analyst. There. In the audio so, universe, he's there somewhere. So. Soccer expert. He's, uh, he's, soccer. I, he's already preparing for next week. 
He's already getting the tape right now. He's watching game film. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank Peace you. out. Yeah, yeah. Blueberry was out.